welcome to everybody's favorite day of the week. It's Monday, which means it's Beyond the Game Monday. If it's your first time tuning in, it's your boy Nephew Q. Some of y'all might know my uncle Shannon Sharp. With it over here, we got my, my guy over here. Uh, Ralph, you just went with the regular name today? Yeah, man, we're going to stick with it, man. Just me. Just, just, just you? Just me. I thought you was gonna, you know, pick a different name based on what Charles Barkley was saying about Breonna Taylor and, and whatnot. Man, do you, you want me to say what? <laughs> Y'all want me to get started? I'll be have to get kicked off the show, man. Nah, man I'm gonna be nah. disrespectful. Nah, nah. Man, he's talking foolishness, man. We'll, we'll talk about Charles Barkley and his comments a little bit later on. But I mean, we got some good things going on. You know, Saturday. I mean, this weekend was a great weekend for me. I don't know about you, but uh, nah, uh, not so much. My L.A. Bron Lakers went ahead and uh, did what they were supposed to do. Uh, something that the Clippers didn't do, <clears> which was uh, go ahead and put the, the Denver Nuggets out of their misery by being up 3-1. Went ahead and closed that thing out 4-1. You know, Goats doing what Goats do. Uh, <laughs> I'm, baby I'm Goat. Saying, just say yeah. Baby Goat. Yeah, Anthony Davis? No. Anthony Davis? No. Anyways, we got Daniel who just hopped on the show. With the L.A. Rams. Uh, we just talking about the NBA Finals real quick. Um, the Lakers closed out the Nuggets this Saturday, 117 to 107. LeBron, behind LeBron James. It sounds staticky. Does it sound staticky to you? Nah. Okay. Nah. Behind LeBron James is 38.16 rebounds, 10 assists. And then last night, the Celtics went ahead and took the Miami Heat out of their his misery by beating the uh, Miami Heat 125-113. Behind Bam, 32 points, 14 rebounds, and 5 assists. So that leads us up to the matchup of this Wednesday. Miami Heat, Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to let y'all go ahead and cook on this. Cause I'm a little undecided on where I'm gonna go with this thing. So Ralph, you undecided. I was <laughs> this. Don't don't start, Q. Don't, well, I can't be I can't be undecided. You're not undecided. I, you I, know where I'm, you're going. I'm undecided. I mean, I got my Miami red on. You feel me? But, uh, <laughs> this I'm guy. Undecided. Ralph, go ahead. And give me your NBA Finals prediction and preview. Let him go. Uh, ahead. I'll be right back. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you think, Dave? I want to pick. The Miami Heat, uh-huh. just because. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm not, I'm not picking against LeBron no more. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it until you beat him. Until somebody can defeat him, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not picking against him. Lakers in six, man. Lakers in six. Andrew told me to stop lying. <laughs> exactly. You lying. Andrew, he got the heat in seven. Um, Andrew, we're going to get to a little bit of NFL talk a little bit later. I want I want to know what's going on with uh, Carson Wentz and Joe Eagles. Is it time to go ahead and let Jalen uh, Hurts go ahead and get that time in? But but anyways. Um, yep. You said yep for Jalen Hurts? Yeah, bro. All right. So, Daniel, Ralph said he got my, Miami Heat in six. What you got? I did not say Miami Heat in six. <laughs> I said the Lakers in six. Don't start, bro. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Daniel, what you got? I can see Lakers in seven or Miami in seven. Who do I think? I really don't know. This is the this to me. This is the best matchup, like for the Lakers that we've got because the Clippers got beat. So for me, this is the best matchup for the Lakers. So I can see either one winning seven. Uh, I'm in a win lose right here because if the Lakers lose, my team lost. <laughs> Uh, if uh, <laughs> if Miami, I don't have to hear. Yeah, I don't have to hear the LeBron stand. So either way, you know what I mean. So who you, who you picking, man? Give me a pick. Uh, if I want to go with, I'm gonna go with the underdog. I'm gonna go Miami in seven. You don't believe that. <laughs> you don't believe that. But hey, you know it's funny. I wanted to, Daniel. I really want to, but. Miami goes eight deep, and I don't the, think you can really key in on one person. Like you the, can shut down Jimmy Butler. The issue is Davis. I, there's nobody that can stop Davis. They got Bam. Bam's not going to stop Davis. I mean, Davis will stop Bam before Bam. Will I don't stop really. Davis. I don't really think when you get to that level, I don't really. Only person that stops you at that level is really you. You can have a bad shooting night. Everybody has them. You know what I mean? When you get to that level, you're going to get at least twenty four. 
Because I felt like that was the issue with the Celtics with Bam is they had nobody to contain him. You seen in last night's game, it was just Bam did whatever he wanted to do. Thias, Thias, whatever his name is, he had no chance with Bam. Bam was taking him (laughs) off the dribble every time. So I think that Davis, he's he's going to cause a problem, and the Lakers' size is going to cause a problem for Bam. He's going to have to go over some height to get the, get some points, get some rebounds, and I think that's going to be a big issue for him. Bam O'Neal. I think they can play Olympic in this series. Yeah. yeah. So you said just because the Lakers play all those big. So you said heathen what? In seven. I'll, I'll go with the Heat uh, seven. Because uh, <laughs> I thought. Like the uh, momentum stops the, now, man. The, the Celtics are a real explosive team, but I, I said from the beginning, you remember back in February, I said, I mean, you know, take that. So I, I like the Celtics, but it was, they just was missing something. And maybe that something was a big man, but, you know. A big man and a little hunger, man. Who wanted it last night? Who, who, who really wanted it on that team, like, so we, for me? We got we got Rick Hall calling. They settled a lot, though. Bayless. Hey, that's Nick Wright over there. So, hey, we even. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, to be honest, man, I think, you know, a lot of people who really don't watch basketball are thinking this is just going to be Lakers in a wash. And it's uh, it's not going to be that. Like, people are uh, basing this no. on uh, LeBron and AD and the Miami got Jimmy Butler. But if you watch the game, like, Miami's legit. And I underestimated Miami in every series except for the Indians. Absolutely. Basically. Like, I thought they was going to get beat by Milwaukee. I was wrong. Absolutely. I they was going to get beat by Boston. I was wrong. And now we're coming up against the Lakers. Uh, my, my L.A. Lakers. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, your boy ain't on here. If uh, anybody, he, he, I thought he would be on here to pound his chest. Yeah. So, so I was looking at it. Okay, I said, okay. What, where, where's the advantages and disadvantages for both teams? And I looked at the scoring. Well, the Lakers averaged 113, the Miami Heat averaged 112. So, ain't no advantage really there. And then you got you got opponent scoring. Uh, the Lakers held their opponents to 106, Miami 107. Ain't, ain't no advantage there. So then I looked at, okay, field goal percentage. Uh, the Lakers held their opponents to 38, 36%, Miami 34. No advantage there. I said, okay, three points. They both shoot 35% from three-point land, so ain't no advantage there. So I'm like, damn, okay, what about rebounds? Or uh, the Lakers, 43 rebounds a game. Miami, 42 rebounds a game. So damn, ain't no advantage there. So I'm like, damn, where's it at? So I said, okay, what about how they hold opponents to field goal shooting? The Lakers hold their opponents to 45% field goal shooting. The Miami Heat, 45% field goal shooting. So everything is pretty much all across the board even, man. But to me, I think it's going to go down to big men. If Bam gets in foul trouble, what do the Miami Heat do next? Absolutely, man. Because if AD gets in foul trouble, not saying that Dwight Howard's going to save the day or anything like that. But they have serviceable big, serviceable big men that can come in there and Absolutely. hold down the fort until AD can come back. But if Bam gets in foul trouble for whatever reason, then what does Miami do? But, like Daniel's point, is that the Miami Heat they go seven, maybe eight deep at a game. So you don't know where the score is going to come from, from the Lakers versus in each series, you can key in on a guy. The Portland Trailblazers, we key in on Dame, we shut Dame down, we good. James Harden, we shut him down, we good. And then with the last series, it was either, okay, we let Joker do his thing, let's try to shut down Murray. And, you know, 4-1, 4-1, 4-1. With this series, you have no key person to key in on to shut down. So, man, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, man. My heart's torn. But I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and go Lakers in the sweep, man. 4-0. 4-0. Go and get this thing over with. You act like legend. So y'all do that whole build-up just to pick who we knew you was going to pick the whole time. Like, oh, man. Nah. OMG, bro. Nah, nah. <laughs> like, what are you nah, talking but about? But up on the real, I'm going to get the Lakers in six. But, uh I think it, like Daniel said, it'll be a great matchup. I think it's going to go be a lot better than what people think it's going to be. The games are going to be a lot closer than what people think it's going to be. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Lake Show. It's going to come down to the wire. That's, that's what I said. There's going to be no blowouts in this, in this series. Um, every game is going to come down to the wire. But I just think that it's going to be too much LeBron and AD for Miami to contend with. Absolutely. And, I know the Milwaukee Bucks build a wall. I mean, not the Bucks. The Miami Heat build a wall for the Bucks with Giannis, but LeBron ain't no damn right. Giannis. Not at all. 
So I don't think that wall method is gonna work. And the Lakers shooters have been shooting better as the, the playoffs have progressed. So I don't think that method's gonna work. But Danny Green's gonna I would be still try uh, it. he's gonna be an X factor in this oh, series yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah. I mean if you're exposed, you have to at least try it because Eric Spoh knows where all the bodies are buried, meaning that he knows LeBron right. James's game because he's been there for four years. But right. on the flip side of that, LeBron James knows what Coach Spo is good and not good at. Absolutely. So it, it, it goes both. He can tell Frank Vogel, okay, if you see this adjustment, do this because he's thinking this. So Absolutely. It's, it's a, right. a two-way street there. But, man, I'm going to throw my late show at six, man. Late show at six. Only reason I would try it is because if LeBron hits eight, nine threes and beats you, Hey, you can't do nothing about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you, you have to you have to make him beat you that way. And then like you said, right. if if LeBron is hot and he like you said, if he's hitting six, seven threes, hey bro, he just ain't nothing I can do with that. You just you just have to right. with that. Yeah. But but do you think do you guys think that the Miami Heat will stick to the zone or do you think they're gonna go man to man? I think they'll try to. They'll stick, I think they'll try to stick with it. I think they've been successful with it. I mean, why you know what I'm saying? Not do it if it's been working, but I think LeBron. I don't think it'll work. Yeah, that's why I say I think LeBron will break it down. They'll have to switch it up. Yeah, it can work when AD's out of the game. When AD's in the game, it won't work. Yeah, I think it's not going to work for two reasons: Rondo and LeBron. They will. They will probably pick that zone, pick that zone apart. But um, uh, Andrew had a question. He said, "Who's guarding who?" Um, I me. I don't know if Jimmy guards LeBron. I think I Jimmy guards either. LeBron. I think he guards him in the four, not not yeah. throughout the game. Yeah. Um, if, if I'm uh, if I'm Frank Vogel, I start out with Dwight Howard on Bam, just because I feel like body for body size, yeah, they match absolutely. up real well. Um, I don't see really Javale McGee getting a lot of clock this series for real, unless something happens. I do. I, I really don't see him getting a lot of clock because. I, I think that Bam is too quick and too agile for JaVale McGee. I don't think but JaVale can, McGee got length, though, man. He, he does, but I, I don't know, man. I just don't see JaVale McGee. The, he's, that strength, though. What did you say? I said that strength, though. Once he gets by him, it's just a foul waiting to happen. Yeah, the, yeah. so I, that's why I see I don't really see that. But in the fourth quarter, I do see AD guarding Bam in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Um, as, as far as other matchups, that's only two key matchups. As far as that's concerned, what you guys think? Um, who guards I just LeBron like I said, I, I just I don't see. I don't know who's going to guard LeBron because I just don't see Jimmy doing it. I think that's going to put Jimmy in foul trouble too early for me. So, um, yeah, that is a good question because you have Dragon, uh, Hero, and Jimmy Butler on the perimeter. So they're just going to have to. It's going to be Hero and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Much. Yeah. If they yeah. decide to go man, if they go zone, then obviously there's. there's you can put Crowder on. I think they might well, throw yeah. Crowder. I forgot about Crowder. Uh, uh, you're right. You're right. LeBron. So you're right. And Isaiah. That's what they Frank, usually do. Put on them. He said Frank Vogel knows the Heat well from his Pacer days. That's that's a good point. Well. Yeah. You got to bring up in Pacers, don't you? All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got, got all, all the depots leaving here soon. So. There, Just that. another day in Indy, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, for our final NBA Finals preview, Ralph is going with the Lakers in the sweep. Daniel said he got uh, Lakers Miami in Heat. six, man. Oh, my bad. And then Daniel said he got uh, Miami Heat in six and seven. Seven, oh, seven. seven. My bad. Miami Heat in seven. And I'm going to go ahead with the Lake Show in six. But, uh, Ralph, if the Lakers win, who gets Finals MVP? AD. Andrew said Iggy Crowder and Butler will rotate on Braun. That's true. I forgot about Iggy too. Yeah, they, Iggy might get a lot of clock this series, man. But but with Iggy's age in the game, I don't. I just say as much as possible. You know, he probably he can't go forty. He can't go thirty. You know, he still got 40, quick hands. Yeah, yeah. And I think he I think he's gonna get more clock than he's been getting in these past series. I, I will say this: he knows how to guard LeBron, but. You know, in all actuality, and I know this might be one of those game within the game type of things. LeBron might remember that 2015 finals where <laughs> they switched and put Iggy on him and it changed yeah. the whole complex of the series. So yeah. he, he might have something to do with that. So you yeah. said you got a, you said you got AD winning the Finals MVP. I do. Well, what about you, Daniel? If the Miami Heat win, who gets Finals MVP? If the Miami Heat win, who wins Finals MVP? Uh, yeah, since, since I would go with. 
I would go with it would probably be Bam or Jimmy, really. But it, you never know. Uh, sometimes they go with a guy like Iggy that just does dirty work. So you never know. <laughs> I am, Ike. I am. I am, bro. I am. Yeah. And then uh, Andrew said Iggy gave Jalen Brown's problem last series. Obviously, Brown is better, but from an athletic standpoint, that's tough. Yeah. I, I will say this um, to that comment, Drew, is that he bothered Jalen Brown only because with the Celtics, you only have two main scores, Tatum and Brown. That's it. Um, Marcus Walker gives you. I was gonna say, I, but he was he was inconsistent. This oh, game. like Kimba? What happened to Kimba? He, he, he was he was too inconsistent. Oh, bringing him off the bench. Hey, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. Rap ahead. I don't know what was up with that. I don't think I was gonna say it's just I don't know what happened to Kimba. I picked Boston to win the series, so I just I depended on Kimba. I thought Kimba was gonna be that guy. So I mean, I know they had Tatum. For me, it was Tatum, Kimba, then Jalen. For me, but obviously Kimba didn't show up at all in that series. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just I didn't feel like Boston wanted it, man. I just didn't feel like in, in that game, the way they play, it's just like they didn't play like they wanted it. And not to take a shot at your boy, uh, Daniel, but Tatum, man. Uh, I don't know. It was almost like the big shots that he was, needed, too he was acting like he was acting like Paul George to me, man. But we'll, he couldn't hit him. We'll talk about the Celtics here in a second. Um, and then David Reese was talking about that game within the game. He said, what about Hero's girl being in a bubble, which is Kuzma's ex. So, you know, they can think that. There's <laughs> always some <laughs> entanglements going on. George Esmond says, playoff Rondo will win MVP if Lakers win. That's true. Uh, That's true. Rondo, you know, Rondo's going to be a problem, man. He's always an issue. Rondo is the X factor. Rondo is the X factor yeah. in this series. Um, I believe he will play a big role. I see Rondo having something like 10, 8, and 5, something like that. that, that That's needed. Like, That's yeah, needed. I, and um, I, it, we talked about this last week, maybe. The importance of Rondo on that team does so much for the Lakers. Not just for the, the team, but for LeBron because they undertakes LeBron off the ball and then Rondo can put LeBron in scoring position. Absolutely. And LeBron doesn't have to work about, you know, work that hard. Because Rondo's a true point guard, man. Yeah, he's, his job is, and everybody knows that when he plays with AD, for whatever reason, they, AD plays out of his mind with Rondo. Don't know why, but, but you know, Rondo's good. It's a UK up. connection, man. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand, man. Man, I don't. But anyways, move around. Right along, let's go on to a little bit of football action. And tonight on Monday Night Football, we have Patrick, my homeboy, Chiefs, Sir. up against, uh, my bad, against Lamar Jackson's Baltimore Ravens. So, Daniel, <clears throat> first of all, before we ask the question, who you got winning tonight? I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens, man. Uh, I, I don't see a Super Bowl hangover, but the Chiefs have not been playing their best football. I do expect them to play better than they have played. I mean, in week one, they played the Texans. The Texans ain't that good. Sorry, Tasha. But uh, I expected them to win that game easily. But, uh, I mean, against the Chargers, it was a division game, but they put a rookie in spur of the moment. They struggled to win. Actually, would it go to huh? Yeah, uh, I'm going with Lamar. I think he finally wants to get over the hump. Uh, was he 0 and 3 versus uh, my boy Mahomes? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they win by somewhere between four to seven points. Like I, I could see 35, 30, something like that. Oh, you got a shootout going. Oh. Yeah, you ain't gonna stop Mahomes at least getting the three touchdowns. Okay. So and they got, got the rookie got the, running back. I like him. So you got Baltimore running. Uh, Ralph, who you got winning tonight? I'm kind of like Daniel. I got Baltimore. If you want to score, I would say something like maybe 28, 24, 27, 24, somewhere around there. But I'm definitely going with Baltimore. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chiefs just for the simple fact my home is light skin. I'm light skin. So we're going to go with that. But, anyways, uh, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, you brought up the point that Lamar is 0 3 versus Patrick Mahomes. So, does Lamar Jackson need to prove tonight that he can beat Patrick Mahomes? He doesn't need to, but it would be a confidence booster for the Ravens <clears throat> because that'll be likely 
who will be left at the end of the road in the AFC Championship. So, I mean, that's the team. I don't think he has to because it's a regular season game. I think the Ravens pretty much run through their schedule. They might lose two games. But, yeah, for the playoffs, they'll know that they can beat them. If he loses again, you know, and they got to see the Chiefs in the playoffs, this team might have lack a little bit of confidence. So, What about you, Raph? Do you feel like Lamar has to beat him to prove he can, uh, can beat Mahomes tonight? Um... I think it would be nice for him to go, I mean, be one and four against him. He said he's 0 and three right now. Yeah. So, um, like I said, for confidence, I think it would be a big boost for him. Um, like I said, I like the Ravens tonight. I, I don't, I, I might be a bigger win than a lot of people think. I ain't going to say it's going to be a blowout, but I think uh, Lamar's going to show up tonight. He might end up with about three touchdowns alone. So, I think it's going to be a big night for the Ravens. Um, although I'm picking the Chiefs to win this game, I do feel like Lamar Jackson has to beat Mahomes tonight to prove it. And for two reasons. One is because, remember, in the playoffs, there are no two two buys. There's only one bye now. So this might have implications right. down the road on who gets that, that first round bye. So I feel like Lamar Jackson needs to beat Mahomes for this. And for point number two is what y'all alluded to, confidence. If they go into the playoffs and they go up against the Chiefs again for whatever reason, how confident is Lamar Jackson going to feel like, man? I can, it's almost like the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning thing. It took, Tom, took Peyton Manning forever to finally beat Tom Brady. And I feel like this is the type of thing where it's going to be where how long is it going to take for Lamar Jackson to get over that hump? Because all things considered, both teams are pretty much on equal standard right now. So there's no, like, one team is greater than the other. And one person has to be outstanding another to get in order to get the win. But I do feel like Lamar Jackson has to beat him on a big stage like Monday night to prove to himself and his team that I can lead y'all against Patrick Mahomes to get this win, even though I got the light skin connection winning this game. <laughs> 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 Let's see, and George Edmund, he said, hell yeah, he's 21-1 and one against everybody else. Um, let's see here, George also says, Ravens easy tonight. Defense has gotten way better. Uh, Kansas City defense has gotten weaker. Yes, man. I'm trying to think if I want to say it's gotten weaker or if they're just not in sync yet. Only I don't think it's gotten weaker. Yeah, I, I don't think it's gotten weaker. I think it's just taking them a time, a while for, for them to click. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's gotten weaker. It's just it's taking a while for them to click. Just like it's taking a while for the Denver Broncos to click because, you know, they got beat by my Tampa Bay Bucks the other day. But uh, anyway. <laughs> we'll be clicking next year. Don't worry about it. Oh, y'all got to wait till next year? Yeah, man. It's over for this hey, year. Already hey. next year. Already, bro. Hey, hey, Daniel, what's y'all record? Two and one. Two and one. Two and one. Two. What's y'all record, uh, Real? Oh, and three. Oh, okay. This guy. <laughs> so? So? so I'm so with my boys. So y'all in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. That's what y'all is for, huh? Facts. Okay, say no Drew more. Drew Locke is not it. <laughs> say, say no more. Uh, but, man, so Beth, let's talk about some more NFL, but week three action, man. Uh, Daniel, what happened to your Rams the other day? <laughs> uh, they came out. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with their effort. I like what I saw. They came out. Uh, <laughs> I thought they were actually going to come on the East Coast. I don't like when West Coast teams go to the East Coast. Uh, they came out like I thought they were going to come out last week against the Eagles. Just turns out the Eagles are trash, but um, beyond trash. Yeah, they they came out sleepwalking. Uh, The Bills got up early. The Rams scored twenty five straight. We had the lead with four minutes. Uh, He drove down. We got robbed, and that's not me being biased. Yes, Uh, it is. As soon as our corner saw, no, it's not. Every even the people on the the analysts, the people that you know commentated the game, said they didn't see any pass. How long was how long was he allowed to hold the man? It was past five, five yards. yards it was past five yards. No, 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 it wasn't. They caught pass interference because he was nowhere near the ball. The pass was terrible. He let the man go as soon as he saw the ball in the air. But I understand. Hey, man, your team's 0 3. You want to hate on mine? I got you, man. It's, it's not hate, though, bro. Come on, man. That was a bad call. That was a bad call. Bro, look, if it was a good call, I would have said it was a good call, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, everybody, everybody seen that play besides you has said that was a bad call but hey it is what it is i was i'm cool with the effort at least they didn't lay down they lost by what they lost by two points on the road i expect them to reel off they play the giants next i expect that to be a w uh yeah that's easy yeah so you know 
going into the going into the bye we got a bye week week nine. I think we'll be six and two at least. Man, y'all definitely impressive this year, bro. I will say that. I don't feel like y'all got cheated at the end. I just felt like y'all started off slow. If y'all would have started off faster, y'all probably definitely would have won the game, honestly. So, uh, yeah. it is what it is. As you said, leave us out of Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, but let, let's talk Let's talk about, speaking of horrible teams, let's talk about the, um, man. No, man, I'll save it. I'll I'm about to say, which one? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll save that conversation for a later time. I was going to ask that question. Say? Is this a record? <laughs> What'd you say? Is this a record? The most, I wanted to know, I haven't looked it up yet, and pro- I probably should have. Is this a record for the most winless teams through three weeks? I think it's 11 don't have a win. You know, the that might be a record, but also the injuries. I think everything is predicated on the fact that there was no preseason. Absolutely. I think all the teams with the winless records, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's first couple of games is their first time getting used to getting hit again. And for a lot of players, it's caused a lot of injuries because their bodies need to adjust and warm up to that contact. They went from training camp, boom, straight to the season, and dudes just like, you know what I'm saying, getting hit full throttle and trying to cut and everything. Let's see. <laughs> Andrew said, nah, we horrible for show. <laughs> for sure. And George said, bad call, yes, but they came back to 20. Was that was that bad calls as well? Talking about your uh, your comeback for the Rams. Uh, um, I don't know where he's going with this. They just fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was just, it's just it was like just the, ugly the Titans fell asleep. And Andrew yeah. said, I'm going to have to get inebriated during the game so I don't die. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm right there with you, my brother. Marco said the 49ers couldn't fill the 53-man roster. He said we can talk about them Pittsburgh Steelers championship year for us. Us is no, Uh, that'd be a no. Yeah, y'all gotta go through case. Yeah, Yeah, that's so. So the words of Jalen Rose, not gonna be able to do it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Man, but let's talk about the Eagles real quick. How long until Jalen Hurts sees the field? Ralph, go ahead. Two weeks. So if they lose the next two, let's say they split one and one, do they still go with Jalen Hurts? Depending on how Carson Wentz plays, I, I would have pulled him last week. But I say two weeks. Mm-hmm. At least see what you got. I mean, I mean, you, I feel like you know what you got with Wentz. I feel like there's nothing more to tell. I don't feel like he's going to progress anymore. I feel like he is what he is. So why not? So the next two games for the Eagles is the 49ers and Steelers. And they're both away games. Yep. Yep. But <laughs> well, the, the 49ers game, they might get that because that's a battle of the horrible teams. So they might. But then, hell, they just tied with Cincinnati. So, damn, that ain't, that ain't no guarantee that we the damn 49ers. <laughs> the Bengals should have won that game, too, man. Their offensive line is terrible, man. The Bengals are still the Bengals, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> but uh no nah, honestly i wouldn't do it i wouldn't uh play him just for the simple fact alshon jeffrey's hurt um, jalen rager's hurt um they're missing a couple other players it's just too many injuries i wouldn't even put him in there i mean because worst case scenario he plays decent but i just don't like to set somebody up to fail and i feel like with all those pieces being missed it's just setting him up to fail and he might whatever team was at full strength uh the difference between him and Wentz Wentz did this last year he played with nobody's last year and he played good so that's why we're like what the hell's going on with Wentz but for Hurts you don't want to put him in here with bums you know what I mean so I got you and Andrew who is a big Eagles fan he said it ain't time to move on from Wentz yet but he's on notice he's been the worst QB in football this year. I don't know if he's been the worst. Um, Mitchell Trubisky might have something to say about that. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Daniel Jones. Dan- well, Daniel Jones is up there too. Yeah, he's a turnover machine. Yeah, absolutely too. So yeah, I w- Andrew, I, w- I wouldn't say Wentz has been the worst quarterback this year, but he's in the running. But he he's not the worst. Um, but then you look at Wentz is like the third paid. So absolutely, yeah. he ain't worth the money. A lot of overpaid quarterbacks. They need to stop paying these quarterbacks. We need to talk about that. Well, it's it's, it's because they get paid <laughs> paid on potential versus yeah. every other position has to right. get paid on what you've done up to that yeah. point. Even though they've been rookies, they get paid on what you've done. 
quarterbacks well, we, get paid on potential. Well, we need to go on show and prove because there's been a lot of overpaid quarterbacks over these years. I mean, we can't just go down the list, man. We, we sure can. We, we sure can. But um, let's see. Let's let's uh, talk about. Let's go back over to the NBA just a little bit real quick before we switch back over to the football. Uh, the Boston Celtics went ahead and got put out their misery the other day by the Miami Heat four two. Oh, I thought Boston was going, you know, progress to the NBA Finals. I was wrong. Me too. Uh, man. So, what happened? Because, <laughs> man. Like, what do you say? Because I, I had so much high hopes for the Celtics. Me too, man. You know, but the Miami Heat showed me in that series that the Boston Celtics lacked depth. And that's what I feel like needs to happen to the Celtics. They need to add some depth. Um, and that series that they was playing, Jason Tatum was averaging 42 minutes a game. Jalen Brown was averaging 41. Marcus Smart, 38. Kimball Walker, 35. That was their four top scorers. And that's the minutes that they averaged. Let's go over to the Miami Heat. Bam only averaged 39 minutes. Dragic was 34. Hero was 34. Butler led the team with 38. Duncan Robinson was like at 12 minutes and uh, Crowder was like at, you know, 14 minutes. Like, that's, with Tatum and Brown playing that many minutes, by the time the fourth quarter comes, bro, you spent. You, you, ain't, you ain't got much left in the tank. Versus Bam and all the rest of the guys, their, their minutes have been staggered. So the fourth quarter time comes, they're good. They got their energy. They're good to go. And I think that's a, a large reason why the Miami Heat pulled it out in a lot of fourth quarters is just because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum spent so much energy in the third quarter playing catch-up that by the time the fourth quarter came around, they had nothing else to give. And so for the Boston Celtics, I feel like they have to add depth, which is going to be a problem because they really don't have no cap space because they got uh-huh. Hayward, Hayward tied up, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum all signed up extension. So then what do you do next? So I'm really interested to see what happens to the Boston Celtics, but I think that they need to add some bench depth. What happened to the Boston Celtics? They just got hit by that Jimmy Butler train, man. As simple as that, they got hit by the Jimmy Butler train. And I think Ralph, you had mentioned it earlier. They just didn't seem like they wanted it. They didn't, man. And that's what that was what bothered me the most. It's like at this moment in the Eastern Conference Finals, this is when y'all decide that I don't know if I wanted that bad. That's almost like Paul George said, well. We never really was worried about winning it this year because we knew we still had next year. Like, what are we talking about, man? Like, you never know if that time's going to come again. So the effort that, I mean, I know they was putting forth effort, but you know what it's like to see a player put forth that, where you know they really want it. Like, yeah. LeBron, what did LeBron do in his final game? In the, yeah, like, the team, yeah. come on, that's what, what, that's what we needed. And I needed that from Kimba, Tatum, Jalen. Somebody, somebody and nobody and nobody gave it to us and it was it was almost like we knew Miami was going Miami almost should have swept that series honestly Boston snuck too but they should have swept that series but you know it was it was disappointing because <laughs> Boston lost the Clippers lost and it's just like I don't we didn't get what we should have got yeah, yeah. I, I mean I think we did though I think we we got we we wanted it based off what we thought what was gonna happen it was based off what we thought Paul George was and. Obviously, Paul George was a shell of what he used to be. So, like, I, I don't even know what to say when it comes to that. And you see, Doc got fired. So, yeah, we're, talking about that. we're talking about Doc in a little bit. Um, but do y'all think it was more chemistry issues with the Celtics than anything? Because they, they just recently, think he said Gordon Hayward coming back through the chemistry off in the middle of the series. But he didn't do any. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. I I wouldn't go that route. They just got outplayed, um, and I know people like to call Tatum "baby Kobe" because he steals a lot of Kobe's moves. Kobe trained him, but I he's feel like Kobe. he settles too much. Yeah, he's not Kobe. He settles too much. Uh, he, I mean, he don't have the body type of Kobe either. So I guess that could possibly be why he doesn't drive as much. He's the kind of slimmer guy, even though Kobe was pretty slim, uh, but. He settles too much for me, just like I tell you about James Harden. Uh, when you, when James Harden goes to the rim, it's a foul or a bucket. And Tatum, I mean, just like when they played uh, Toronto, he could have won the game when he had like eight seconds left. And he's tailed up for a twenty-eight foot step back. Absolutely, like, yep, yep. That's not going to win you a championship or get you to the finals, in my opinion. But like you said, they need depth. Daniel Tice, 
that's not gonna be it. <laughs> Him <laughs> and Kansas. Kansas, Kansas done too. Like he he couldn't do nothing. Well, we knew Cannon couldn't play D. We knew yeah. he can't play D. But, but I mean, even offensively, he couldn't do anything. But the ironic part about the Daniel Tice thing is, many people don't know this, but heading into last night's game, he led everybody in the playoffs in blocks. Oh, he's a good defender. But it's just not enough, bro. You got to be able to do those days. Those days of being trying to be Ben Wallace, absolutely. Unless you got the one through the four that's all scoring fifteen to twenty-five. That's not absolutely, absolutely. You got to put up some points, man. Yeah, um, then you yeah. Made, you made a good point. The way the NBA is structured today, you cannot have a weak link like that on the floor where they're just one-sided and they just defensively and that's it. Um, even even if like okay, I'll give Dwight Howard as an example, but he really I agree. Really, I you know what I'm saying the Celtics need a traditional okay. The uh, White Howard he real runs like he'll 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 run up down the floor. He'll do a lot of putbacks. Rudy Gobert same type of thing. You have to be able to contribute something on the offensive end. Something. Daniel Tice gives you absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing, man. I mean, I mean, <laughs> like he just like he'll have the ball right there and it's like brick, brick. Brick, like it's like no chance. I don't, it don't matter how close he is to the basket. So I mean, you, you better I'll put one. He can hit an open jumper. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Man, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why I said, you know, they, they, uh, Daniel Tice had Bam out there being Bam O'Neal. I mean, come like, on, man. He was doing whatever he wanted to out there. Come on, man. But, uh, I, I said the Celtics need a traditional point guard. So do they move away from the scoring point guards like Kimba, Kyrie? And bring in uh, uh, not this guy, but a, a guy like Chris Paul. Okay, that would be the only guy that you can bring in. Who else you gonna bring in? That's a traditional point guard. That's really gonna change your team at this point where they are. I mean, who who, who do y'all think they could bring in outside of Chris Paul? He's the only option. Rondo, Chris Paul. Uh, not Rondo, man. Not Rondo. Because you need somebody who I, can I score more. Now, Chris Paul can score. That's the why I say Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rondo can't really score. I, I would say I wouldn't say Rondo. I mean, can't score. but not the way you want him to. Like Chris Paul can hit threes. Like Chris Paul is decent, man. Like for real. Greg, you at least need a point guard for like fifteen, though. You do need that. Yeah. And in today's NBA, yes, you do to be, to be a championship contender. Right. And I think that's what the Clippers was missing, and I think that's also what the Celtics are missing. Uh, anybody who play basketball knows isolation is the hardest thing to do repeatedly to score with. Yeah. So, yeah. so much, when, so much when you got, yeah, when you got three or four that are just in isolation, you need somebody to be able to run the show. Or like I said, you got to play in a system like the Spurs or the Warriors where yeah. the offense is predicated on moving the ball, moving the ball, moving the ball. Yeah. So, they Unless they can find like a, a Draymond Green. Uh, BJ said go. No, BJ. On, nobody man. wants Westbrook. You cannot win <laughs> anything with Westbrook. Him or Paul George are out. I'm go. They've been X'd off the island. Next, next, next topic. No, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> they have been X'd off the island, man. Bruh. It's official. Yeah, he's done, bro. Westbrook, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. I give it game five. That's my fight. <laughs> I give it to game five, bro. Come on, fight. For I, real. I got a good point. He said they have scores. They don't need that. No, that's true. They don't need scoring. They got scoring. But the problem is, is that they don't have nobody to put them in, in position. Absolutely. So They yeah. can't score, but it's like you, y'all said, ISO ball. That's not going to win, man. It's, it's, it's Jason Tatum, go get us a bucket. All right, Jason Brown, go get us a bucket. Absolutely. Kim, go get us a bucket. Instead of a, a offensive flow. Absolutely. As well. So, now nah, I'm, I'm right there with y'all, man. But, yeah. Uh, it sounds good in the rec league. It yep. does. It, it, does. <laughs> it absolutely does. But, man, I don't know what happened to the Celtics. I honestly think it was more chemistry than anything. Uh, Brad Stevens, you got to do a little bit better of a coaching job. Um, I know people. Brad Stevens is a good coach. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if y'all seen this. I didn't see any adjustments being made throughout the series. At all. At all. I, I, I didn't see no adjustments made throughout the series. But, I 
But and, and, and at the end of the day, let's give a lot of credit to the Miami Heat. Heat. You're right. You got to give a lot of credit to them because basically Boston did not have a big man. And the way that they put that zone on Boston, Boston couldn't do anything. They had nobody on the inside that could help. So it was all based on making Boston shoot. And Boston could not knock down the jumper. So you got to give credit to Miami, man. Boston could knock down the jumper. I just think they were the better team, honestly. Top to bottom, they were the better they team. They was, man. Day. I think you just want to say you got to give Miami credit, man. They, they look good, man. Very good it's, in this playoff. George said, that's why Carmelo is garbage. Iso ball. Anybody want, anybody want to jump on that? I mean, I don't know why we brought Melo up in this conversation. I don't think he has anything to do with this. Nah, he's at home to Brown. Or and he's not garbage. <laughs> that's what I, that's <laughs> I, what I said. Let, I don't gonna know where you're going We're not going to go there. Yeah. And Andrew, Andrew said uh, the Celtics rotations didn't make any sense. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Andrew. Like, Brad Stevens, I, I don't, I don't want to say he got out coached, but – but look at his options, though. He had, I mean, the guy from Tennessee coming off the bench who really isn't a scorer. <laughs> he, he played def decent defense. Uh, we got Wanamaker. Uh, 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 what's it? Yeah. Cantor. I mean, your options were very limited as far as the bench. So, I mean, I think Brad did the best that he could kind of do with the rotation that he yeah, had. Yeah, you don't have a lot. But like you said, Miami, this was the better team. I mean, we didn't think that at first, but Miami proved that they were the better team, man, top to bottom. Uh, I they need someone that knows when to slow it down or speed it up. Someone knows how to exploit the mismatches. That's an Chris Paul. Yeah, but I mean, you would have to give up Kimba. That's I, that's easy. I, I would do. I it. would give up Kimba for Chris Paul. I would do it. I would do it. The only reason but, I I don't know Chris Paul always hurt, man. I, I don't know. But I just okay, don't. okay. But what are you gonna get from Kimba? Kimba looked old in this series. Kimba looked like he did not look like the kid. Like I'm not. I know we, we all get older, but Kimba looked old in this series, man. Kimba did not play like he I was coming Kimba off was injury. Play, hey, yeah, are you gonna get more from Chris Paul? Are you gonna get more from Kimba? I think you might get a little bit. Man, he took the thunder. You, took you, the, you never know, bro. You never know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's a dot roller. I like. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I would take Chris Paul over Kimba, but. Is Chris Paul gonna play the whole season or not? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean that's true. That's low true. Man, but management. Like you said, Kimba just came off injury, so keep that in mind. Uh Andrew said definitely yeah. he got he got out coach. Yeah, he did get out coach, man. Yeah. Coach Poe is one hell of a coach. I don't think he gets enough credit. And BJ he said he got it. De'Aaron Fox, man. Uh, I'm a UK like, fan though. No. It's not even What's that. Wrong? Keys ain't let What's go. Wrong with you, man? <laughs> he, he just throwing names out now. <laughs> we trying to win a championship, man. <laughs> he just throwing names out there, man. Yeah, I don't see them that, uh, making that happen. But anyways, man, back to a little NFL action. Um, he said, "Shy Gilders Alexander with a call." I like that though. Man. I like that. I like it, Ike. Clippers ain't giving I like him up. Though. Ike. I mean, not Clippers. Thunder's not giving him up though. They they not, but I like that, up. Ike. Yeah, Thunder. I was gonna say him, but I'm like Thunder's not gonna. Especially after Chris Paul has spent yeah. the year tutoring him. Absolutely, they're not gonna let that go. And I don't think on, they should. And then on top of that, they got the, um, the Clippers' next twenty thousand draft picks. So <laughs> Thunder good. They good. <laughs> yeah, they cool, man. Yeah, they cool. They don't need to make no moves. They good where they at. Yeah. But uh, anyways, man, uh, I want to talk about Daniel's second favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons, man. Um, <laughs> they blew they blew a twenty eight to three lead to the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and yesterday they were up twenty six to ten heading into the fourth quarter. Excuse me, and then they put in Nick Foles, and Nick Foles turned into uh, Randall Cunningham, Tom Come Brady, Joe on, Montana, man. Come Drew on. Brees. He turned into everybody. He led them back in the comeback. Oh, the Falcons lost thirty to twenty six. Um, last week they were beating the Cowboys, had a big lead, and lost thirty nine to forty against the Dallas Cowboys, which the Cowboys should probably be 0-3 right now, but that's neither here nor there. Yep. So, should the Falcons go ahead and let Dan Quinn go today? Ralph? Um, Me personally, I don't like the firing during the middle of the season or during the season. Um, I think if it's something you're going to do, you should do at the end of the season. Um, it, you can blame Dan Quinn. But at the same time, Dan Quinn's not on the field. Dan Quinn's not that defense that is allowing these teams to come back. So, for me, I will allow him to stay throughout the season, but he deserves to be fired after the season because I don't think Atlanta's going anywhere fast. He said, Andrew said that's the only people got to feel worse than us Eagles fans, <laughs> Falcons fans. And the Broncos fans? 
Don't worry about it. Y'all never had a chance, Ralph. But you, but you brought up a point though, Ralph. <laughs> is that if Atlanta's not going nowhere anyways, what's the point of firing him now versus the end of the season? Not because you're anyway. just going to bring a new coach in for what? I mean, he's still going to basically just ride out the rest of this year, basically based on what Dan Quinn was doing, and then he's going if I mean input his philosophy or whatever starting basically next year. So I think you should just allow him to finish out the season. It could be a shot in the arm though. What do you have to lose? Should I, you know what I mean? Ex- so, exactly. At this point, what do you got to lose? Yeah. We, we keep Dan Quinn. We keep losing 30, 40 point leads. We fired that's Dan crazy, Quinn. bro. <laughs> that, that's the problem. Like, I can't argue for the man. I just, this personally, I wouldn't let him last and, the, and, and finish we, the season. And we fire him, and we still lose 30, 40 point leads. So, what, <laughs> <laughs> so you damned if you do, damned if you do. And my thing is just who do you bring in if you do fire him? I think it would be an interim head coach. It's not going to be somebody permanent. So just let him finish it out, bro. Oh, man, what about you, Daniel? What's your thoughts? I mean, in the words of a lot of gamblers, I bet mommy, I didn't bet against Nick Foles. I bet against Mitchell Trubisky. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I, I bet, you know, so I bet on the Falcons too, but I was betting, I knew Mitchell Trubisky couldn't keep up. And, and the problem that I think the Bears are going to run into is Nick Foles is a guy that can come in and save you, save a game for you. But I still don't think he's Not a 16-game starter. Oh, yeah, so I, it's fool's goal to me. It's a good moment for them. But for the Falcons, uh, I honestly think, like like uh, my guy Ralph said, they're going to blow it up at the end of the season. I mean, you're only really getting worse every year since that Super Bowl run. You paid Julio all that money. You already let Devontae Freeman go. Honestly, my boy said that they think they'll let. Um, he said it week one. He thinks that they'll let Julio go, and now that I'm starting to see it, only because they're not winning. So, I think they'll let Dan Quinn go. I think they'll let Julio go. They already have Calvin Ridley. They got Russell Gage. Uh, they picked up Hunter Hurst from the Ravens at tight end, and they got Gurley on a six million dollar deal, which is a steal. Who knows if they re-sign him? He looks like he's done. But uh, I just see no point in wasting that money. No point in paying Quinn. He's getting worse. No point in playing Julio, all that money, and they not winning. Uh, the season's still not lost, though. I mean, first place is 2-1. Yeah. As many points as they score, if, I just think they throw the ball too much. You throw the ball 45 times, you're leaving so much time on the clock. It gives teams chances to get back in, because no matter how good you are, you will not complete all your third downs. So, I don't know. I, th- I don't think the season's over for them yet. They can still win, like, nine games. Mm. If they can close one. Like I, I mean, say, I don't that, know. That, they, they have no problem scoring. It's just that at the end of the game, the other team done scored more than they have all of a sudden. But um, yeah, I, I just, like you said, Daniel, the, it's still early. You know what I'm saying? We 2-1. Um, I think the Saints are uh, 2-1. Yeah, 2-1 as well. So, I mean, the conference is still up for grabs. I mean, the division is still up for grabs. But for me personally, get all that. Get his ass in the past here, man. We got time to play around. Yeah. I mean, like you said, we got, we got Matt Ryan, we got Julio, we got Calvin Ridley. There is no we, there is no reason why we should be losing these games the way we are. Um, like you said, they they do have Todd Gurley in the backfield, and they I guess because they feel like they do have those weapons on the outside that they have to feed them all game long, no matter the score, and it ends up being a detriment to their own squad. But nah, man, that's gonna get Dan Quinn off out of there. That's one, that's one less team that we got to worry about in the division. Thank you, Ike. Saints are one and two. They got that oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Well, he, yeah, he heard up and said that, didn't he? Yeah, they got that lucky well, last game like, in week one. Let me ask you yeah. this, then. Because if you feel like if you feel like they should get Quinn out of there, which I understand he's been there for a minute, McCarthy just got hired, but they didn't hype up the Falcons. They were acting like the Cowboys were going to go 16-0. and 0. Really, they should be 0-3. They just happened to play the Falcons. What's the difference? I, think I mean, they got one win. Because you, you already know the Cowboys head coach anyway, so it's not the guy sitting on the sideline. It's the guy sitting right, right. In, the, in, the, in the booth. So we, we know Jerry Jones is the coach of that team. So, I mean, it don't matter who's the coach of the Cowboys. It ain't really that. <laughs> you know, it don't matter. The, the, difference, the difference is is that Dan Quinn has been there for a while, so he's had a lot of his core right. guys there with the same philosophy. They know what to expect from him. Mike McCarthy is his first year, no yeah. preseason. So they really trying to still figure out their coach. He's still trying to figure out the team as well. So mm-hmm. I think we can kind of give him a little bit of a pass versus Dan Quinn. No, bro. We, you've been here long enough. The players know what you what they expect from you and all that, and we still lose a big game. You, nah, you, matter of fact, don't even get on the bus, bro. Find your own way home. Don't even worry yeah. about it. Don't even worry about it. Uh, I, 
I mean, uh, Ralph, I said the Bucks are over 16 already. I know, bro. I'm not even going to argue. There's nothing I can say right now, bro. I'm not going to argue about the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> You said you ain't going to do it. Y'all uh, play good against the Steelers, though. Bro, we played good against the Titans the first game of the season. But yeah, y'all did. field goal, so it Dallas is what is gonna, it is. Andrew said Dallas is going to go on a little winning streak before long. They're going to run away with the division. Andrew, I'm tired of hearing about Dallas, man. You know what's Let's crazy, though? Something different, man. It's crazy that in the NFC East, running away with the division can be 9-7. and seven. <laughs> Ike is petty, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, last topic, last topic of the day. You have a lot of head coaches on the move. Most notably, Doc Rivers just got let go by the Clippers today. There's also been some rumblings of Mike D'Antoni going to the Philadelphia 76ers. With uh, Doc Rivers getting fired today, I think that might shake up things for Philly. I think they might take a, a look at Doc now. So, let's talk about the 76ers job first. Do you guys think that Mike D'Antoni is a good fit for the 76ers? Daniel, go ahead. Not with the current roster. I mean, they got to get some shooters. Uh, I like. I don't know if y'all saw it, but I saw that they think that hiring D'Antoni might attract James Harden. I don't know what that'll turn into, but I definitely think if you have James Harden, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid, that makes them better. It's a you got to get some shooters. Yeah, you got to get some shooters in. Like I said, the arena will be sold out. The East is worse now. I mean, Kawhi's not there. Uh, LeBron's not there. I mean, they could go to the Eastern Conference Finals with Embiid, Harden, and Ben Simmons, I think. Uh, I don't know. I just, D'Antoni, the offensive style is attractive, and he did make his team play defense this year, but I just don't believe in D'Antoni. But I don't. I also don't believe in the coach they just had. So absolutely, <laughs> Brett Brown. I, do, I never believed in him. Brett bro. Brown stinks. <laughs> uh, baby, Ralph, what, what's your thoughts on seventy sixes and Mike D'Antoni? It's a couple things for me. Um, first and foremost, how does Mike D'Antoni keep getting jobs? That's no the first idea. and foremost. That's first and foremost. But Ralph had enough. But, <laughs> yeah, I've had enough of Dan and John. But uh, for real, like. If he was to go there, I like him and Ben Simmons together. I think, like Daniel said, they need to get shooters on that team to build around Ben. If they were to get James Harden, that would be a huge, major plus. But I like him using Ben Simmons the way that he used, like a Steve Nash. Ben is a bigger, to me, he's a bigger Steve Nash. He can he can score, um, he, he can assist. He, he is a point guard, but um, I... I, I, I I think the Sixers should go a different direction, honestly. I don't know how Dan Antonio keeps getting opportunities or offers or keeps getting looked at and a lot of these other coaches keep getting overlooked. Like it's just being honest, man. I mean, he hasn't bro. he has he he hasn't proven anything to me, but uh, yeah. We'll see what happens, man. But I don't think they should do it, honestly. Um, I'm gonna get to some of these comments on her, man. Uh, to me, um, it's a bad fit because Mike D'Antoni's offense is not a Ben Simmons friendly offense. What I mean by that is when, when Mike D'Antoni was in Phoenix, who was his point guard? Steve Nash. Okay, so he, he goes to uh, Houston. Who was the primary ball handler? James Harden, right? So Him and Chris Paul. Well, Chris Paul, my bad. Him and Chris Paul. So in a Mike D'Antoni offense, the primary ball handler has to do what? Be able to shoot. Yeah. Ben Simmons cannot shoot worth a yeah. damn. You know what it's just so, that up and down ball that, you know what I'm saying, running gun almost. So, so it, even though it's up and down, it's, it's seven seconds or less, but your point guard has to be able to, to score. I mean, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Simmons doesn't He would have to be able to – he would have to play point guard in that system. Yeah. Because nobody's going to guard Ben Simmons on the perimeter. Exactly, no. But at the same time, it, it doesn't work for, because – Everybody's just gonna back up off of being regardless. Yeah. Just gonna, just gonna, <laughs> yeah. If you had the ball, we don't trust you. We you had the ball all day long. We just gonna pack yeah. the paint and just sit in here and chill. But um, for them to get hardened, I think they have to let go Ben Simmons. There's no way in hell the Rockets yeah. make that trade without getting either MB or Ben Simmons in return. Because yeah. they for damn sure ain't taking Tobias Harris, and they absolutely for damn sure ain't taking Al Horford. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> I would gladly get rid of Ben personally. <laughs> no, nah, that's why I said they'll gladly get rid of Ben. But I just so, felt like Dan yeah. and Tony and Ben could be eye. But you're right, but he can't shoot. So, so, like, so, so he's a if, if, if Dan Tony's style does not fit with what 
they want to do with the Philadelphia 76 and then Joel Embiid his hit uh D'Antoni likes to have mobile agile yeah that's true that's Amari true. Stoudemire, uh, Stoudemire that's you true could, you could even say PJ Tucker to a lesser degree so, no do not put no. him on the list no. <laughs> no. don't do it bro but see that's what I'm saying though so Joel Embiid first off is too it's too damn big for Mike D'Antoni's outfit. Yeah. So, like, what is he? Doing he can run game? though. He gonna have to lose a lot of weight though. And I'm saying MB can't. He can run a little bit. But I'm saying uh, Ben can run though. He can run the floor. Oh, like, Ben, ben can guard. Run. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it comes down to okay. Well, then who do you? If, if James Harden offer was on the table, who do you give up? Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid? Honestly, you want, is that a question? Yeah, I'm asking. Yeah. MB, based on Dan and Tony's system, I would give up MB. Right. So you you would keep Ben Simmons and have your backcourt of Ben and James Harden. I just like based off what you just now said. I don't feel like if you want to say who's going to fit more, I would say Simmons would fit more in Dan and Tony's system than right. MB would. I don't feel like MB wants to run up and down the court like that. I don't want. I don't feel like he wants a seven seconds or less type of offense. He wants to be able to have the ball, be able to do something with it. So I don't feel like that would work for him. I think Simmons would fit it more than Embiid would. Yeah, personally, I would like to see Harden with Embiid. He has never had like a dominant post guy. Not, I mean, I know the league's kind of phased that away, but I honestly would have liked to seen what the Rockets look like because I mean they they made Capella productive even though he was very limited on offense. So I would have yeah. liked to have seen the Rockets with Anthony Davis the year before the Lakers got him. They had an opportunity to trade for him. He was interested. They didn't. So I think that MB, I would like to see Harden with MB, but to fit in D'Antoni's offense, I, it would be uh, Ben Simmons because he can run the floor. MB can run, but he's got like a hobble in his run. He's two hundred and sixty-seven. Yeah, he don't want to. He don't want to run up and down the court like that, man. But he can shoot. Yeah, he, can he definitely shoot. can. He definitely and can. Andrew, uh, like I was pointing, Andrew said um, he had Amari starting for the best years of his career. I mean. Mm -hmm. But thing, I was sitting there thinking while y'all was talking, okay, let's say he does trade MB for uh, Harden, and then he throws Ben Simmons at the five. Ooh. That would work. That would work. Ooh, that, that, that would be way different. That, that's gonna be, but just I, against a team like the Lakers, that's when you run up into an issue. A team like the Lakers, you uh, like the Bucks. I don't see that fitting against like a team like the Bucks, but. I like where you're going with that, though. Yes, and while y'all was talking, I said, okay, well, what if he trades Joel Embiid? So now there's Westbrook and Embiid down there, and then you got Ben Simmons and James Harden, and you could put him, uh, Ben Simmons at the four out of five, and there's your big man, and you can run up and down the court all day long with that. I was never a fan of uh, Simmons at, like, the big man. I, I, that's why I said the four out of five. You could put him at the, you know, get you another – PJ Tucker ish. <laughs> this guy, that's this guy. PJ. Nah, we don't. Hey, I don't want Harden with no more PJ Tucker, bro. No, no. More PJ Tucker. no. Oh man, but then, but my, my only thing is, if you trade, if you trade uh, Ben Simmons for James Harden, you could possibly have the worst shooting backcourt in NBA history with Westbrook and Ben Simmons. But we was basing it based off uh, who would fit better in a Dan and Tony system. I, nobody look listen 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 if you're gonna give me three players that i don't want on my team right now ben simmons russell westbrook and paul george period <laughs> I, and i like paul george but i will agree with that <laughs> period in, in the story so man but uh, uh like i was talking about earlier doc rivers just got his walking papers today from the uh, la clippers i like doc man Man, you know, um, but yeah, Doc, he lost three three one lead, so you know, absolutely, he deserved it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. And you lost in the um, Western Conference semifinals with a team that you helped recruit, put this team together. So absolutely, these are the, these are the guys that you wanted to be there. So two part question before we end the show tonight. First question is, who would you like to see be the next coach of the Clippers? Daniel, go ahead. Who would I like to see the next? I think Pop can make that work. When Pop didn't go to the Nets, when Pop didn't go to the Nets, I don't. I mean, he ain't going nowhere. Uh, but yeah, Popovich would have been my pick because the ball wouldn't stick. It wouldn't be all that isolation. The ball would be moving because he don't care who you are. The ball's gonna move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what about you, Ralph? I just like want to see. 
I would love to see Mark Jackson get a shot, man. I think that man deserves it. He's been deserving of a job. I mean, you look at the Warriors, where they've gotten to. You look at the man who started all that. Let, let's not forget that, man. That man deserves a job. He's been blackballed for way too long. I just want to see him get a job. So, I mean, I would like to see Pop, too. I mean, you can't go wrong with Pop. I mean, him and Kawhi together, that would be nice. But Mark Jackson for me. Also, I, I, I mean, I like Mark Jackson. I, I like that. Um, hold on, somebody real quick. Uh, David Reese, he commented. He said he would like to see Becky Hammond as the new coach of the Indiana Pacers. I'm not mad at that. I would. I, only, I, only I because, think they're ready for that yet. Yes. Okay. But this is the thing I would say that only reason is because she gets cred because she was under Coach Pop. If okay. it was under any other coach, I would say probably not. But. I think Coach Pop would give her the stamp of approval like, yeah, she's certified. Yeah, she, she's good to go. And yeah. I think players will respect her based upon her yeah. being underneath the Coach Popovich tree. So I, yeah. I, I think I think that would work out well. Um, I think but, just Indy would be a good fit anyways, Indy. Uh, Indy is kind of <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's a small market. They almost remind me of the Spurs. They're just kind of boring. Just throw Becky Hammond in there. What's the worst that could happen? That's true. Yeah. I, I I don't know why y'all don't go get him, man. I'm sure he would gladly go to Indiana, man. That's a good fit. I agree. If Mark Jackson comes, I believe Victor Oladipo stays, which is the absolutely today that he wants. Absolutely, to absolutely. Uh, now we all agree that Mark Jackson pop. We would like to see Mark Jackson coach the Clippers. Now the next question is, who do you think the Clippers would hire? Ralph, go ahead. Who's my options, man? I mean, I, I really, I really don't know. You got Ty Luz on the bench. You got Sam Cassell. You got, I mean, if you wanted to, Mike D'Antoni. You got um, Jeff no. and Gundy's out there. Uh, so if you, so just out of what you said, out of that pool, I would have to go with Ty Luz. He's the most proven to me. So I, out of that pool that you just gave me, I would go with Ty Luz. Um, I, I, I feel like Sam Cassell is ready for a job. I wouldn't give him the Clippers job. Um, maybe a more small market team, um, but I would have to go with Talu out of that little pool you just got. What about you, Dan? I think that because of the the LA area, the high profile of the team there in LA, they are the second fiddle. They don't want to be second fiddle. I think yeah. they will go with Talu just because he has Coach LeBron, high profile athlete. I don't know how well of a coach Tyloo really is because we that, don't really that's the key. With LeBron, that's the key. So that's my only thing. <clears throat> Coaching wise, I don't know if he's any better than uh, Sam Cassell, <laughs> Sam I am. So, you that's know, true. I just really don't. So I think that uh, you couldn't go wrong either way with Sam. I, I like Sam Cassell, and as player wise, he was way better than Tyloo. That don't mean anything, but I think his IQ is high. I would probably take the chance on Sam Cassell, but it'll probably be Ty Lue just because he coached LeBron. That just gives him that edge. LeBron's going to give him the stamp of approval, which he already has. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll I, be Ty. I, I yeah. would say Ty Lue, but this is the only thing I would say might be the issue. is with him being him being Doc's guy. <clears throat> where Doc's being, Ty Lue's been right there on the bench with him. Now, with, with Ty Lue... Would Ty Lue feel conflicted? Like, damn, they just fired my guy and they want me to coach do you think he would go to Doc and be like, hey, man, look, I'm going to try to get this job. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel like I'm stabbing you in the back and nothing like that. Uh, um, what's it, what's their owner's name? Bomber? Yeah, Steve Bomber. Yeah. Money. <laughs> Cash me out. Cash me out, Bomber. <laughs> <laughs> Cash okay. me out, man. But, but Daniel, to, to your point, uh, he said, watch them hire pop. He said, Ooh, bro. Oh, my God. He says, if I'm That's who I would go with, bro. Yeah, and you know he's the king. But of how cash. they really gonna pull that off? You know, pops a pops a loyal guy. Like, how pop just gonna leave San Antonio and go to L.A.? I, I mean, I know he can if he wants to, but you really think that's gonna happen? I say yes for this reason, though, is that there have been times when coaches have been quote unquote traded to other teams in the NBA and in the NFL as well. So if they can somehow work something out to that degree, now- Wasn't Doc traded? I think Doc was traded, but- Yeah, that's what I thought. But the Spurs are gonna want a King's ransom for Pop. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, what do you give up? And the Clippers- Paul George is the first thing. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) Paul. 
Hey, well, if they go get Demar, if they go get Demar Derozan, it's made hey, for a treat. I know. I know, <laughs> you say made for a treat? Yeah. So before we leave out of here today, let me ask you guys this: Do you guys feel like Kawhi has something to do with Pop, uh, with uh, Doc being fired today? I would not doubt it. I'm not going to say yes or no, but I would not doubt it. I mean, because there, there, there haven't been any reports out yet of anything like that. But, you know, superstars of the teams usually have some kind of influence. Say so. Say so or, you know, sign off or something before a organization makes a move like that. So, yep. me personally, I don't think Kawhi said get him up out of here. But I do think this happened. I think Steve Ballmer contacted Kawhi, asked yep. his thoughts on Doc. He probably gave him the rundown. Subliminal messages, bro. Which, which was negative. And Steve Ballmer made a decision based on yep. the conversation he had with Kawhi. And, and also, uh, if you remember, after the playoffs were over, after they got eliminated, uh, Kawhi had made some comments in the, in the media or whatever about, you know, guys not having IQs and not being put in positions to know what they're supposed to be doing in game time decisions and all that type of stuff, basically taking subliminal shots at Doc. So I think Kawhi didn't tell Steve Ballmer to get him out of there, but I don't think he called for Doc Rivers either. Uh, it's, like, it's like this. Hey, hey, Kawhi, you think we should get rid of him? Well, you know, we should look at our options. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what's out there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Something like that, man. Always look at your options. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily want to say that we should get rid of him, but let's see what else is out there. Let's see what options we got. You know? So. I ain't saying we should get rid of him, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll put it to you like this. Coming from Toronto, playing for Nick Nurse, uh, and then going to Doc, I feel like it was a step down as far as coaching. Because Nick Nurse, if, he had, if, he had, if, if Nick Nurse had that team, they, the Clippers would win the championship. I believe so? that. He's our he's, mm. he's definitely he's top three coach in the league to me. Period. I think so. Uh, so to me, like you said, I, hey, check out your options because I just played for <laughs> Nick Nurse and he's better than Pop. So hey, check your options out. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know, you know what, Dan, you make a good point because remember, he wanted Paul George to come to Toronto with him. He didn't right. want to leave Toronto, so Nick Nurse might have something to do with that. But of course, you know, uh, Toronto didn't want to give up the players that the, the, the Thunder were asking for, so ultimately he went to the Clippers. But that's a good point that he probably wanted to stay and be under Nick Nurse. And on top of that, they let him do low management, X, Y, and Z, and all of that. But now that that's a very good point. That might it be is, bro. Point. It is. Nick Nurse to the Clippers. We said it here first. Nick Nurse to the Clippers. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we get ready to get on up out of here, man. Everybody who watched today, we appreciate you tuning in for another great show with Beyond for the sure. Game. You can always catch previous shows on our YouTube channel, KY Beyond the Game. Uh, you can also catch shows if you want to stream it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Store, anywhere that you can stream podcasts. You can check us out there, but also make sure you subscribe to the podcast on that. Ralph, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Man, not too much, man. Go Broncos, man. We still here. Don't worry about it. We all in three. We'll be three and three the next three weeks. It's all good. Oh, this will trip it. Daniel? Shout out my Yankees making the playoffs again, man. You a Yankees fan? Oh yeah. You see, you see. Come on, man. <laughs> Bronx next, Bombers. Next month, next yes, Monday, we will definitely get some uh, MLB playoff uh, predictions and talking about that going on. But anyways, we get ready to get on up out of here, everybody. We want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. We out of here.